the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody to the Messy Walk podcast. This is episode 31 and I am here with Pastor Adam. Hey. This is the first episode we've done in a while that's not on spiritual warfare. So uh, Yeah. I'm Pastor crazy. Adam and I'm here with Chloe. Yes. Yes. And Chloe's hosting this. Yeah. She's doing a good job. Yeah. Thanks. Well, she doesn't think she is. I don't think I am at all, but yeah. But once she she once she pushes the record button then she gets better. Yeah. It's the well, it's, it's the, like, it's the, the moving road. my hand towards the <laughs> the notepad or the, you know what I'm talking about, the little, the the little mouse pad. The mouse there pad, yes. It's like moving my hand towards it. I'm like, ah, don't do it. And then I do it. And then we start and everything's just You're like, probably nervous because you thought forward. it was a notepad. You're trying to push a notepad button. Yes. Of yeah, yeah. That's probably, probably, what I got, <laughs> probably I got But yeah, this is the first, would you say, this first one we've done in a while? That's not on spiritual warfare. Yeah, we did a bunch. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. I don't remember how many we did, but I want to say the last eight episodes or somewhere in that mm-hmm. range, seven, eight, at least seven. Yes. I think we're was... all on spiritual warfare yeah. and the uh, armor of God and all those people. We just took it piece by piece by piece by piece. Um, and so much so that... We're kind of struggling on what future episodes will be because we really just I think we had a, I think we really had some really good content on the yeah. last one. So I, I would push everybody to go back and check those out. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we probably got more comments on those than we probably have on anything except for maybe the first couple of episodes, right? Yeah. Um, and those first couple episodes were me just telling telling my story kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got a lot of lot of lot of interest and a lot of comments and. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people sharing the struggles that go along with that, too. Yeah. So, so if yeah. you have any ideas of what you would like for us to talk through, we have gotten some feedback from some of our listeners, and we're really grateful for that. But if you listening right now have any ideas yep. that you think, you know, I think this would be a great topic to talk through or something that you're wanting to learn more about but not exactly sure where to start with it, um, send us a message or comment on one of our posts and we will absolutely take note of it and see if we can pull something together to kind of talk through this yep, topic. We're on so, Facebook and we're on Instagram. Yeah. And so you can just yes. pop on there and, and leave a comment or message or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, so we really want to be able to talk through things that are applicable to everyone. And so Relevant. sometimes with um, you, you may find this, I don't know if you find this with any other podcast you listen to, but I know that this is out there where you find that it's difficult. Um, it's easy to talk about what you're dealing with, and sometimes you can kind of get off track of, does that apply to everybody? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to find that out with this one that we're going to do today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, know this, I know the next episode is going to affect a lot of people, but this one's one that, that has been something I've been thinking on for a while. And it could, we could be off track and everybody could listen to it and go, um, <laughs> that's not helpful and it's random. I think uh, it will be we'll helpful. See. I, we'll feel, see. I have a good feeling about it. We'll see. So you want to kind of give them a synopsis of what we're going to talk through? Yeah. So... Um, me and Adam met to plan out these next few episodes of the podcast. And one of the ideas that had been thrown out was kind of talking through emotions. Yeah. And um, that's what you were asking, right? I did yeah, not. Exactly. Okay. No, I was like, right. hold on, hold on. And then um, so talking through emotions and crying. And, you know, a lot of times in society we view crying as a bad thing. I know when I get emotional about stuff, I my immediate reaction is like, I'm sorry. <laughs> And everyone's yep. like, why are you sorry? I'm like, I don't know. I, for some reason, it feels like something to be sorry about when we feel things, you know, very deeply or we're yeah. moved by something. So, And we're going to take that a specific route. So um, 
what I want to talk through is yeah. I want to talk through um, men and crying. Yeah. Um, and, and where that's kind of stirred from is um, over the course of multiple weeks, and I'd said this to Chloe in several different conversations over the last couple of months, we kind of wrote it down in notes, and it, I've had so many different conversations over the last couple of months about men and crying. And where it started was is I, I came off stage preaching one Sunday, and um, a guy that I really love and appreciate was backstage, and and a couple other ladies that were back there. You know, that's where the band is, and folks that are doing, you know, hosting or offering or announcements or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a crier, and so I cry a lot, and I'm okay with that. Um, I'm a pretty manly man. Uh, <laughs> I'm a pretty much a you know a guy's guy, and yet though still. I tend to cry a lot, and especially I cry every single time I preach or teach, um, every single time. There's something that stirs my heart, and I just cry. And I and I cry a lot at home um, and different places. So, you know, I can, I can be the guy who's in the middle of an argument with my wife, and a tear rolls down my face. I can be the guy who's watching a sappy commercial, and a tear rolls down my face. And I'm okay with it. And I pop off the stage one day. And I was obviously emotional, and I grabbed some tissues, and I blow my nose, and um, you know all that kind of stuff, which is blowing your nose is not a big thing until about a year and a half ago, and then it became kind of weird because of COVID. Everybody <laughs> takes off running when you right. get to blow your nose. So, you know, anyway, it's just one of those moments. So I felt a little awkward because I was crying and blowing my nose. I felt more awkward about blowing my nose because of the COVID stuff <laughs> than I did about crying. Right. And I just blurted out this statement. I said, you know, I don't know how people – that don't cry. And I was talking about men primarily because I'm a man, right? I don't know how men who don't cry survive. Um, And it was just one of those random statements. I was like, because if, because I cry every day and if I didn't, I think I would implode. (laughs) Like I I think that there would be chunks of Adam everywhere because I would literally (laughs) explode with emotion. Um, and, And not just, not just, not just sadness, Right. But joy, um, sadness as well, anger, like, you know, tears come out in all those kind of ways. And so I just kind of said that statement of, I don't know how that'd be the case. And, and this guy back there said to me, same thing. He was like, I feel the exact same way. Um, and yet we all know so many men who do not cry or there is this um, aversion to expressing emotions. Yeah. And then I was talking to some ladies back there, and it was the same thing. And then a couple of weeks went by, and I had a separate conversation with someone else. It all started because I was crying and blowing my nose again um, about the same thing. And once again, someone said to me, yeah, I'm me too. And it was a man. And so I was like, maybe this is, maybe this is something that's more prevalent than I thought and something that needs to be discussed and talked through that, I'm just going to say it, real men cry. Yep. You know, real men are emotional. Right. And I think it's important for us to talk through that because there's just a, there seems to be some sort of stigma on that. I know that there is in church. I, mm-hmm. I you know, I know this, this is, I grew up a little bit like this, you know, where you didn't see your, your, the men in your life cry. You didn't see grandpa cry. You didn't see dad cry, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, um, and I, and I think that I was, um, blessed to grow up in a household where I did see my dad cry. Um, but it was it was all about Jesus, and so it was one of those Sunday morning um, times where where we were crying through um, yeah. through emotion. 
and my dad would, you know, we'd be in church or something, and he'd be teaching a Sunday school class or whatever it may be, and he would start, he would literally start crying. Um, and so it's just a, it's just a really interesting time to grow up in and to see those things. And so, anyway, when we were talking through this idea, and I was like, we've got to get to a point where we understand that there's no big deal and that people can, men can, express those emotions without without feeling like it is not manly or that it is a woman thing to do. And I think the Bible speaks specifically about this a lot. And so I wanted us to just take a little bit of time, one episode, don't worry, we're not going to drag this one into seven or eight, like spiritual warfare. (laughs) Don't worry. We're not talking about this next episode. It's just one quick one where we would talk through this idea. And so let's start off with emotions. Emotions are a universal thing. They are not based on gender. And so everyone has emotions. Emotions are a naturally occurring response to a situation. And so part of that response is a physiological response. And so not just tears. We'll get to that in a minute. But just to general emotions like anger increases blood pressure. That's a physiological response. Um, It sends a wave of chemicals to make your body ready for some sort of reaction. And so your body is wired by God to react a certain way in certain situations. And so emotions are a universal thing that are a a human condition, Mm -hmm. not a female condition, not a woman condition, not a girl condition. Um, So that's important to know. And then emotions are there because they have a purpose. And the purpose of emotions is to get our attention or it's to to demand a response. And, you know, you know, you know this, if you think about stuff other than crying, right? So um, emotions like fear can protect you. Like when you're fearful of something, it causes you to put your guard up to be protected. Emotions and like anger and like shame, they can push you to take appropriate action in those moments. Um, mm-hmm. God uses these emotions that are a part of the human condition to help reflect on what's happening beneath the surface in your life. And so emotions, I think, can be and are a gauge of things that are buried deep within the soul. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think we cannot act like emotions don't exist. And so men and women are different um, when it comes to these things, but it doesn't mean that they don't equally have these emotions. Um, right. You know, there, there's certain parts of pieces that are different. So what we, what we know is that, um, and this is a big truth that people need to realize, and this is a lie that's been spread uh, for far too long. Women are not more emotional than men. Hmm. That's that's a ridiculous lie. Yeah. Um, completely, completely different. Men, I believe, are actually more emotional than women. So I'm not even going to make it an equal ground and go men and women are equally emotional. I think right. it's the opposite of the lie. Mm-hmm. I don't think that women are more emotional than men. I think that men are more emotional than women. I mean, who do you see scream at the television? Men or women. <laughs> you know, every time there's been an object thrown at a TV because of a football game, was it a man or was it a woman? Right? <laughs> I bet. I it's bet. True. And that's emotion. Yeah. Um, you know, who's painting themselves at football games and screaming <laughs> and going crazy? Woo! I mean, who's doing shirtless. That? Yeah, who's shirtless? Painting? I mean, obviously, women probably can't do that. They get arrested. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's men that do those things. Um, Violent crimes, for example, the vast majority, I mean, vast majority of violent crimes happen 
from men. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think actually men are much more emotional than women are. It just, when we come to that, when we come to that piece where we think of emotions as only crying, we eliminate that. The, the, The key is, is that men and women process emotions differently. Um, for example, women tend to express emotions verbally much better than men do, right? Women, we know, we know, statistically speaking, scientifically speaking, that women use more words than men, that they process their emotions better verbally. They do it better in conversations. But men process their emotions in ways that are nonverbal. And that's mm-hmm. why you see stuff like uh, rage and anger and those kind of things that are happening. So there's a difference there, but the bottom line is that I think men are much more emotional than women. When you when you look at our family, I'm the moody one, right? I'm the moody one. Yeah. If I look at my mom and dad and my family and I pull myself out, I might get in trouble. My dad might punish me for this, but I'm a grown man, so I shouldn't have to worry about that. Right. Um, <laughs> my dad's more moody than my mom is. Um, in most of the families that I know, maybe yours is the exception, but... Um, <laughs> The moodiness tends to lie on or sit on the man more than it does the woman. And so where's the problem then, right? Okay. So if that's all the case, then then why is there such an issue? And I think that society for a very long time have dictated how men are supposed to express emotions and what's, what's allowed. Um, you know, different cultures favor different levels of emotional expression. And so in our society, we're sort of told – that it's okay for men to be angry, um, that's all right. And that men can express anger and violence in some situations and not others, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, So, for example, you can fight another man, but you can't hit another woman. That's a, bu- another hit a woman. That's a, bu- you know, that's a bad thing. Right. You can protect your family in a situation, and that may involve you know, anger and violence, but you can't just perpetrate that violence randomly. Right. right. So you can protect your family from the attack of another person, but you can't cause the attack that's you know on that family. So it makes right. sense, right? There's yes. these rules around right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But our society tells that it's tells us that that it's like weakness for men to express their feelings. Yeah. And somehow or another there's some sort of differentiation between emotions and feelings, but I'm sitting here saying that there's really not. But society is like, you know, men don't express their feelings, especially ones like fear. And sadness or gratitude in the way that ends up, you know, causing you to be emotional, right, or causing tears. And so the way that plays out is, you know, and I'll just say it from my perspective. Growing up, we hear stupid stuff like big boys don't cry um, or we hear men don't cry, right? Mm-hmm. Or we hear, hey, take it like a man, mm-hmm. right? You know, suck that. it up. Right. Those kind of phrases. Um, Now, of course, some of those are used towards women, too, but not like they are towards boys and men. Um, And so it's sort of more socially acceptable for women to express feelings and emotions than it is for men. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anybody who would disagree with that. Like, I think that it's much more socially acceptable for a woman to have a hard day and and have a cry. You've heard women say this. Yeah. But if you hear a man say that, everybody's like, he's weird, right? <laughs> Something's like, wrong with him. Yeah, Stay away from that guy, oh, right? And so yeah. I think that there's a problem that we should we should be able to kind of talk through and look at, because I don't think that's correct. Because I think that the Bible validates men's emotions um, in all kinds of ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's multiple ways that you can look at this stuff where the Bible validates it. Like, for example, David was this warrior king 
Um, and he had all these heroic acts, but when his infant son was dying, he um, wept and refused to eat. Then later on, when his um, adult son, you know, rebelled and all this stuff happened and he was killed, David cried openly. Um, and you don't see the Bible writing that as some sort of negative, yeah. right? There's a there's an outward. I think the Bible is affirming emotional expression for people. Um, and somewhere along the way, we've kind of differentiated, and I don't think we should. Um, not yeah. to mention, not to mention Jesus. And so, the the big the big question here is: Do real men cry? And the thing that Adam Cook comes back to is one: I just told you that I do, and <laughs> I feel like I'm a, kind of a manly man. Um, you feel like a real man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty in touch with my emotions. Yeah. Like I'm okay with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that from a guy who you know likes to knit and drink wine. I got I don't mean that ugly towards anybody that no, does. No. I'm saying, you know, I'm a guy who likes to hunt and kill things and yet I'm fine crying. I, I can't tell you how many times you now this has happened lately because I've gotten out of the habit of doing things for self care. Um but I will read my Bible when I hunt. So That's I'm out so there funny. to hunt and to kill things and yet I'm crying while I'm reading scripture. You know? So I'm you okay with tears with in your eyes. <laughs> I'm okay with it. So the question is, is do real men cry? And this is how I process through this. Um, you have you have multiple instances of Jesus expressing emotion. And then you have this one that just stands out. And everybody knows it because it's the shortest verse in the Bible. There's this Bible, it's the verse, it's two words, and it's Jesus wept. Um mm-hmm. And you find that you find that in John chapter eleven, and the whole premise around it is that um, Jesus's friend, very close to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and that Lazarus has died. And what's cool about that scripture is there's the Jesus wept thing I'll get to in a minute. But a little bit before that, when he finds this stuff out, he know he knows that it's going to be okay because he's going to bring him back to life, right? But when he gets there, Martha comes up to him and she's all upset. And then Mary comes up to him and she's all upset. And when Jesus sees her weeping, he's talking about Mary in particular. And then he sees all these other people. And it refers to that weeping, right? Mm-hmm. And when it says this, it says, and the Jews who had come with them along with them together are weeping. So you need to know that that's a picture of a bunch of men, right? So it's not, it's, it, you got Mary and Martha separate as women, but then you have this picture of a whole herd of men. And then their families and stuff, okay? So there's all these people that are weeping. And the scripture says, before you get to Jesus wept, it says he was deeply troubled and moved in spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, they, then Jesus asked the question, all right, where is he at? Where is the body? Where have you laid him? So this deeply troubled and deeply moved thing mm-hmm. is sadness. Um, and he's expressing that by watching all these other people hurt. And then they tell him where it's at. They tell him where he is, and they basically say, come here and see. And then you get from come here and see, you jump straight to uh, verse 35, and that's Jesus wept. And so he's troubled and he's weeping and sad because of all these other people that are sad. But then he's also, he just kind of sees the situation. His friends died. Even though he knows he's going to ready to fix the problem, Right. you got Jesus weeping and crying. And so to me, I have to point back to that. For one big reason. Um, well, uh, two big reasons. Not one, two. There we go. Uh, it doesn't say Jesus shed a tear. It doesn't say that one little single tear ran down his face 
a manly, masculine, it's okay to have a single tear run down your face at your friend's funeral. Right? Right. It doesn't say that. It says he wept. And every other reference in the scripture to weeping is like this thing that you would expect with weeping. Right? When you hear, when you hear that someone wept, you think sobbing, mm-hmm. crying. You know, me and my family, my, my me and my dad are like this when we cry. We do the thing, right? And so it just becomes this, yes. and you can't catch your breath, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just how that's it is. That's what I think of when I think of weeping. I yeah. think of like a, like a very intense So we've crying. got Jesus Christ yeah. weeping, sobbing, right? Whatever picture you need to get there. Picture more, though, than a single tear running down your face, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can be like, oh, that's my allergies, or, you know. I have something in my <laughs> eye. I have something in my eye, or, you know, yes, it was moving, but I'm a man, so I hold it all back except for the one tear that comes out to let you know that I'm real. That's not what happens here. He's full-on weeping. And so go with this. Was the almighty God showing weakness in this moment then? If we go based on what we say in our society and culture, then that means that Jesus Christ, almighty God in person, in flesh, mm-hmm. is showing weakness then. Oof. No, can't be, right? No. Nope. Can't be. Here's how it can't be. He don't have no weakness. There can't be weakness. And so that whole premise that we've got behind men crying shows weakness is is crap proved right here in the Scripture because you've got Almighty God crying and weeping, mm-hmm. um, and he can't have weakness. So that, that can't be what it is. Now, what was going on? is as a person, as a human who has emotions, he felt deep, deep compassion for his friends and those people around um, who had lost their brother. And so he, he has this emotion that comes up, and it causes weeping, but it's not weakness at this moment. Right. And so that's real important um, because if, if – Crying is not a sign of weakness, which we've got to we've got to get okay with that. Women too. Like I don't mean just men on this. We got to get okay with crying is not a sign of weakness. So every time right. you see somebody crying, it's not oh that weak person. That's not the case. Right. And especially when we're talking about men, it is not a sign of weakness. And you can point straight back to the fact that Jesus is Almighty God and He's crying, right? And if it ain't weakness for Him, then it can't be weakness. Right. And so if it's not a sign of weakness, then what is it? Now, you know, I think that tears are given to us as a physiological response to emotion, which means it's all right. Right? It's right. just like any other physiological response that happens. It does not mean that it's weak. When you get stressed out um, and your heart rate goes up, you can't really control that. There's some things you can do to kind of make it, you know, curb it, right? right. Some stress management type techniques and things like that. But just because your heart run up because you got stressed doesn't mean that you are weak. Right. All the other physiological responses of our body have nothing to do with weakness. We never think of them as being weak. So what's right. happening there is tears are giving us a healthy physiological outlet for the emotions that we feel inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and tears are important to God. I mean, we were talking about this earlier that Psalm 56, 8 talks about God keeping our tears in a bottle. Like they're precious to him. I don't think 
I don't think if it was weakness, it would be something to be precious to so it. I'm going to collect right. your <laughs> Collect all the things. Like, right. I don't think that's the case. There's something yeah. about you know human expression of emotion that ends up coming out in a way that's crying. Yeah. And so the first you know the first thing is why would we cry? Well, it's, it's how we express emotion. It's a natural physiological response. And then God collects them, right? Which is crazy to even think about. That's one of those weird verses that you hit and you go. I don't know about anybody else, but you go. How does that happen? How big is that bottle? Is it lots of bottles? Is it like a is it wall of bottles? Bottle? Is it one big bottle? Is it not a bottle at all? Is it an ocean? Is it a lake? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did he dig a trench? Like right. what? Anyway, that's just me. Um, but then next, you know, why would we cry other than a physiological response? Um, scripture actually commands us to cry. And so I think real men and real women follow the word. Um. I think real humans, if we're going to understand our humanity, mm-hmm. the word gives us a great way to understand our humanity. Yeah. And we're actually commanded to cry. If you read Romans twelve fifteen, you guys can read it later. I'm not going to read it right now. Um, it talks about rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep. And it's stated as like a command. You know, Paul's talking to the Roman church and he's like, you're going, you're going to be happy when people are happy? And just like Jesus... Mm-hmm. You're going to weep, not just one little con, you know consolation tear. Right. You're going to weep with those people who are weeping, um, and so we're kind of commanded to cry. I don't know about you, but I want to comply with the things that I'm commanded to do in Scripture, um, and I don't think this one just gets a pass because our culture says that you're weak when you cry. One, yeah. you can't be weak because Jesus wasn't. And two, Scripture tells us that we're supposed to weep with those who weep, um, which means when people around us are sad and hurting, we hurt too. But then it also means when we are weeping that people would weep with us. All, you know, When you look at those commandments, there's two ways to always look at that. When you read rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, most of the time we read it as in I'm supposed to rejoice with the people that are rejoicing and I'm supposed to weep with the people who are weeping. But that scripture verse to everybody else says, I'm supposed to rejoice with Adam when he rejoices, and I'm supposed to weep with him when he weeps. And so we all have to rejoice, and we all have to weep. And if we don't, then we're also in the way of somebody else doing the commandment, right? right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's a good point. It's, it's a cool way to look at it, I think. And so that that question then, coming all the way back around for a full circle, is do real men really cry um yeah yeah they do and if you want to look at scripture you can find real men in scripture all day long who are the ones that we say when we're looking in scripture we go oh i identify with this person i connect with this person you know this is the one that i want to be like this is the one that i want to model my life after this is the person Mm -hmm. whose story really you know i relate to like for example i relate to peter um you've got multiple instances of peter uh, being emotional and crying in all different kinds of ways. Um, and so when you look at the scriptures, like you got Jesus is crying, right? So is he a real man? Oh, yeah, you better believe it. Uh, Jesus is crying. Um, he's crying in the compassion for his friends, and he's crying over the grief of the city of Jerusalem. Um, Paul, multiple times, um, who is this leader who used to persecute Christians, of course, and he withstands all kinds of beatings and imprisonments and shipwrecks. <laughs> you know, you don't think you cry when you wreck your ship? <laughs> I think you do. Um, 
But in multiple passages, he's shedding tears um, as he writes to the churches that he's serving. You know, I, I think that almost every single letter of Paul's to the churches have tears on those original documents. Um, and so he's a real man. Yep. Nobody would doubt that. Joseph, this guy who was a great leader, one of the greatest leaders we've ever seen, sort of like a um, forecast of Jesus, um, a leader in Egypt, he weeps. Scripture says he weeps when he comes face to face with his brothers um, and his family that he hadn't seen in forever and the ones that, you know, sent him off into uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, is he a real man? Right, he's a leader of Egypt. Yeah, yeah he's a real dude. He's a yeah. he's a man's man, of course, and he's crying. Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet. That is his <laughs> that's his thing. Like he goes down in history as he's the weeping prophet. <laughs> right? Is he a real man? Well, yeah. I mean, that dude is bold, and Jeremiah gets quoted all the time by us. Um, I mean, one of the most famous verses in the Bible is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Right, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Right, plans mm-hmm. to give you hope and a future, not to harm you, but to prosper you. All those kind of things, you know. Is he a real man? Yeah, and he's the weeping prophet. Um, and you get just got so many of them. So, the the question is, do real men really cry? And the Bible says yes. So I don't really care what the world says about right. what real men cry. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that we take too many cues from the world on what real men are. Um. I think we take too many cues from the world on what real women are. Mm-hmm. And if we'll take our cues from the Bible, specifically with this one, then real men do indeed cry. Right. And so, you know, crying is not something that's bad for you. It's something good for you. Me and Chloe were talking about this before. We brought up that there's all kinds of scientific evidence that says that when we cry, these emotional tears, our bodies release these Stress relieving endorphins. I was just thinking right? about that this whole time. Yeah. Like you feel it after you cry. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that you don't feel like a release. Like they you, help us feel they, better. They okay. stabilize our moods. You know that that's yeah. what's happening with a physiological response. And I think the way that God has made the human body is absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the ways. Like tears end up helping to stabilize that mood and release that stress. Um, they also release built up toxins. Um, and all those kind of things that happen. Yeah. And so, you know, and if you don't, here's the thing, too. Do you think that there's a correlation between, obviously, this is a big, like, medical scientific converse, you know, question, oh and neither one of us are qualified to answer <laughs> that, but that's okay. Um, do you think that one of the reasons that men uh, die sooner than women, uh, oh, no. that have they have way more heart attacks, high blood pressure, oh heart-related problems, ulcers? Is because there is pent up, unreleased emotion. I did not know that. Well, I'm we, genuinely surprised right yeah. now. We didn't talk about those facts before we recorded. Well, we this. know that what? we know that pent up stress causes these things. Yeah. Um, and so if there's not an outlet for these emotions to come out, then they're going to end up causing these stress related diseases. Mm-hmm. Now, not all those diseases are caused from stress, but they're all they're all exacerbated by stress. Um. So that's just a thought there, too. Um, wow. So to me, I mean, we take our cues from the Scripture. We also take our cues from the way that God has, God has made us in our human bodies. Mm-hmm. And all that evidence says real men, manly men, cry. Yeah. 
um, and need to more. And I didn't even get a chance to get into. I don't even know how long we're in, but we're getting close to be fun. Okay. I, I, right. I didn't even get into the fact that your children and your spouse and the people that you that that follow you need to see you properly process emotions. Mm. They need to see you cry. Um, the the key to me the key part of leadership. Um, and. and I actually think that everyone is in some sort of seat of leadership. Um, even if you feel like you can't point to anybody that you lead, you still lead yourself. But that's a stretch. I actually think there are people that are looking towards every single person for the most part. Yeah. Um, th- the key to leadership is embodying and showing um, what someone else should strive for or how someone else should be. It's authenticity. And then uh, modeling. That's what leadership is, right? So I'm a big stickler in the fact that we don't put people in leadership um, that do not have the moral and spiritual authority to be in leadership, right? Mm -hmm. And so you don't want somebody leading you who's telling you to do something that they don't do. And so we have to, if we're going to be leaders, we have to model it. And you have to model, men, you have to model for your children to cry when crying is needed. You have to. They've got to see that from somewhere. Um, They've got to see that it's okay and it's part of who they were. They've got to see that that's Scripture and that there's not some, you know, don't, don't perpetuate this false lie that you're not saying outwardly, but you're showing with your emotions. You're showing with your lack of emotions that, um, that, women are more emotional than men. Don't perpetuate that lie. You know in your heart it ain't true. Yeah. You know, you know. And so, I don't know where I'm going to wrap this up, but my, my last thought. Here's the last okay. thought. All right. This is a very rambly kind of um, podcast on crime. I can't um, really speak to men crying because I'm true, not a man, so I true. can't tell men to cry, true. but I'm learning a lot. I know this is a random one. This is one that's been on my heart for right. a while. Um, I think it's good. And here's the thing, too. We're supposed to cry. And earth is going to be a place where we do that. And so there is no crying in heaven. When everything is done and completed, there is no crying. And Revelation talks specifically about God wiping every tear from every eye. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, Chloe and I were getting into this, and we didn't even realize that it's at least two times in Revelation. Mm-hmm. It's Revelation seven seventeen, and then what's the other one? 21.4. Yeah, Revelation yeah, twenty one four where it references separately, and all those are quotes back to prophecy, by the way, that um, he's going to wipe every tear from every eye. So there's no crying in heaven. And so um, are we in heaven? Is this heaven? I sure hope not. (laughs) Uh, Me too. No, it's definitely not. Everybody knows that this is not heaven, right? We, We know when we look around, around us, even if you don't believe in heaven, you know that this world right here, is not some perfect existence. Mm-hmm. There's pain, there's death, there's there's evil, uh, there's shame, there's all kinds of things, there's sin just everywhere. We're not in heaven. And so if we're not in heaven, then that means that this is the crying place. And so until then, cry. Yeah. And until then, this is the appropriate time and place to cry um, until he wipes every tear from every eye. And, you know, I, I want us to take our cues from the word more than anything. Um, 
and I want to go back to the premise of the podcast for a second before we close. Um, you know, the whole idea of what we're doing in this podcast is talking about the fact that all of our walks with Jesus as Christ followers on this walk with Christ, it's a messy mess, right? It's a, it's a hot mess. And I think that this, the, 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 the real messy walk with Jesus is paved in our tears. And so quit pretending like it's not and quit perpetuating some lie that women are more emotional. It's not true. And quit not showing, um, you know, what it really means to be a man to the people that are watching us. Yeah. If Jesus wept, then it can't be weakness. Yeah. And that's what we should keep going back to. I go back to that a lot. Because sometimes I feel this inherent guilt, this this shame of, oh, I can't, man, I don't, people can't right. see me cry. I'm a man, right? Um, but it's just not true. Um, I love to cry. So yeah. last little thought. I got some sort of burp going on. Let me back away from the mic. <laughs> last little thought. Um, I like to cry and, uh, I like my, I like to cry about two things, um, in particular, uh, Jesus and then stuff that just makes me sad or mad. But when it comes to music, <laughs> I, I only want you come, make me get this. <laughs> yeah. I only want to listen to music that makes me cry. So I don't like I them happy that. songs and stuff like that and all that feel down, get right. down, good. I ain't into it. Right. Right. I mean, I'll listen to it. Some of them I like, but that's not what I'm trying to listen to. You like that feeling good. You like yeah, that feeling song. Good. That's like, like the only song. happy song. Like I should. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then because I'm happy, clap along. <laughs> so it's it's okay. Yeah. But you ain't ever going to see Adam Cook play that song. Like it'll have to come on. Right. If I'm choosing music, I'm choosing songs that make me cry because of Jesus or because of sadness. Right. Like depressing type music or, yes. you know, spiritually moving music. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. So. I, I want to like feel a lot of things. Yeah. And I know you're a fan of driver's license as well. Yes. <laughs> we Got were just talking. last week. <laughs> we were just talking the other day. We were like, man, somebody really hurt that girl that she could write Tore that, that whole up, album man. at 18 years old or something. I feel for it too. She got a driver's license and she's driving past his house, but he's out there with that other girl that she feels like she can't be. Oh man. You know, that blonde I know, that's chick. like every oh. teenager ever though. I'm like, man, if this had come out when I was a teenager, I would have been all over it. Do you know how real that song is? If, by the way, if you know nobody knows what we're talking about. We're talking about the girl that used to be on Bizarre Vark. What's her name? Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Driver's license song. It was about six months ago, maybe not quite that long. It was yeah. the most popular song in America. I remember the first time I heard it, I sent it to my sister and I was like, you got to hear this song. And now it's weird to think about like, oh my gosh, like everybody and their mom has heard this song yeah. now and it's like absolutely burnt out and like everyone's sick of it. But but it, what's crazy is, is obviously it's a teenage girl who has been hurt by this dude and she gets her driver's license or whatever the premise of the song is. But what she's really doing is remembering that she's not there and that this other person who's who has all the stuff that she thought she would have, you know, mm-hmm. feels like she's there so much better than her is in her spot. And that is life. That's not yes. just love. Like that's think, not just a love yeah. song. That is us all the time. I feel her emotion in that song so frequently um, and not about my wife and not about love, right, but about right. situations where I used to be friends with this person. I used to be connected with them. And yeah. now somebody's moved into that place and that relationship has moved on. And I'll drive by their house and think about them. Or I drive by a place we used to connect and I think about them. Right. And it hurts. 
It does. You know, it I think that's why it resonates with so many people. Mm-hmm. It's not just because it's about like my boyfriend broke up with me, but yeah, it's, it's like deeper than that. It goes so deep, and yes. it just the sound of it. Too, I don't know. We can get into some crazy details, but so you can go listen to that song yes. and cry. Yes, make sure to not listen to the explicit one though. I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> yeah. Little Disney girls got an explicit one. What happens with all these Disney girls? Anyway, go off the deep end. Anyway, yeah. So, so to- last point: real men do cry. Yes. Read your Bible. Yes. You'll see it. It's all over the place. That's good stuff. So. That was good stuff for me to hear, too, because it is really like a thing. I'm sure it is more for men, obviously, but just for people in general. Like I was saying earlier, when I cry, I apologize. Or when other people are crying, they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, why are we sorry? I don't know, because I do it, too. I don't know why we get sorry when we cry. But Yeah, I think, you know, if you're looking for someone to connect with, um, like maybe you're listening to this and you're single, you know, you're trying to find a man or trying to find a woman. Or you're trying to find a friend or a confidant or a mentor or whatever. You want someone who's healthy emotionally. Right. Right. Someone that and you will know somebody is healthy emotionally because you will see them process emotions. You know, I'm not talking about somebody who never gets out of the corner and crying. There's probably a problem there. I mean, you know, that processes emotions. You yeah. want someone emotionally healthy and we want to be emotionally healthy people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes. that's enough of that yes. mess. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you. This is a good talk. We hope that you guys, you know, were able to take some stuff away from it. Um, I know yeah, maybe I you know somebody in your life that you want to share this with pass it on. Um, or whatever. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, be careful with that, though, because it's, it's always dangerous when you go, you need to hear this. Yes. And it's like, real men don't cry. So, or real men, <laughs> real men do, men cry, do cry. Just defeat the whole purpose of the <laughs> podcast. And it's like you're sending it to them going, this is you. You're at fault. So be right. careful with that when right. you share stuff. So. But still, find a kind and gentle way to share yeah. it and pass it on. Um, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We say it every week. But be sure to keep up with us there. We'll know at some point if this is our like least listened to episode. Yes, we'll find out. We so. will. <laughs> yeah, but keep following us wherever yes, you are. of course. And we're thankful for you. Yes, we really are thankful for you. So thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys, or not see you guys, talk to you, you talk to you-ish yeah. next week. I don't yeah. really we know what to do, but we won't you, see you so. or hear you, but we'll, we will have a conversation that you can listen to again next week. <laughs> next week. Next Wednesday. <laughs> so New have, episodes every Wednesday. Yes. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.